Hey, everybody. Grab your Bible and a pencil and a journal and maybe even a cup of coffee and join in on our conversation. But first, I would like for you to write this down. Psalms 23, verses 3 and 4. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff, they comfort me. Hey everyone, welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara, I am Dot's daughter, and as you know, we sit down together every week talking about truth and scripture, and we are continuing to talk about Psalm 23 in this episode. And I got to say, my heart really needed this conversation. I really needed to be reminded of even just the one truth that He, our Good Shepherd, restores our soul. And as we briefly mentioned in this episode, we did write a devotional called Safe in His Arms, which is on new version. And we have linked that in the description of this episode, as well as last week's episode and, and another resource that we reference as well, just in case if you wanted to dive any deeper into Psalms 23. So we are really glad that you're here and we would love for you to pull up a chair and join in our conversation. Kara, were you reading in King James? <laughs> no, I was reading oh, it's just funny. Oh, I was like, yeah. thy, you pull it out, thy's. Thy, yeah, yeah, thy. Thy rod Thout. and thy staff. That they comfort me. You feel like so biblically, theologically. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, I'm just this, really wrong. I'm powerful. really in the presence of a true prophet, is what I felt like. Yeah, <laughs> scholar right here, right here. Yeah. So, um, anyway, but um, today, yes, so we're going to you know talk about Psalms 23. I have a feeling today is going to hit me hard. I'm a little nervous. I'm not so? going to lie. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I will say, but I have a feeling I might get emotional today. Well, I don't want you emotional, but it is a great comforting thought today that we're going to talk about. And tears are good. Tears are good. Um, we know that God gave us tears to restore our souls and to uh, be able to um uh, well, my goodness, you're always <laughs> crying. We're not even talking about Psalms. <laughs> but uh, I hate that you're emotional. I can say this. Um, it's been it's a fine. little I'm emotional fine. for it's me. It's fine. I'm fine. Uh, everything's fine. Uh, everything's fine. <laughs> what was it someone told me? Did, was it you that said, if you say you're fine, that means that you are, you're saying, I've got emotions I'm not going to, hi- that, that I'm hiding? That was not yeah. me. No, you, that's what fine means. If you say I'm fine, then it means... I've got emotions, but I'm not telling um, you about them. Oh, I just them. say it because I don't know what I'm feeling. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, I'm fine. I don't know what yeah. I don't know what other yeah. word I could describe my emotions as. Yeah. <laughs> I well, like. I, I I know it's hard, and I've been a little emotional. A lot of change going on in in the house uh, in what my life, and so. I don't particularly like change that much unless it's my weight and it's going down, and that's not the case. But um, <laughs> just change in my circumstances and things like that. You so like change, but yeah, not when it's like you like change. You know, you like changing up your hair color. You like changing like you know your style. I don't like changing things that I've done for thirty years or lived yes, in the house that, that yeah. I've lived in twenty five years and decide I want done things. Yeah, like um, move. Those are. Stupid things to think about, but I don't want to think about that. <laughs> okay, so no, I'm no, fine no. too. We're both of us are fine. <laughs> okay, and so here we go. But what I want to say today is, you know, as we're thinking about the Good Shepherd, and and believe it or not, and of course you do believe it, 
But even this week, you know, with going through a lot of the changes and things that are going on in my life, I'll, you know, I made the statement to, uh, to Howard, I know it's the right thing to do. And I also know that the right thing often is the hardest thing that we do. And so I really understand that tears are good and lamenting and being able to really enter into those places that are hard and difficult. And if you don't do that, then a lot of times you just stuff it and you end up being depressed and really even more so down and out because you're not paying attention to um, your feelings. Yeah. Well, I I think I am not the greatest at like identifying. I mean, I can identify big emotions like, oh, I'm sad or I'm mad (laughs) or happy or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when things, you know, life is complicated and it's hard for me, like I don't know. I think I struggle with like my head and my heart a lot. It's like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't know what I'm feeling and I almost don't know what I, what I should feel. And I know that sounds stupid to say out loud, but you know what I'm saying? Like some, like, I feel like I should feel a certain way about something and I don't, or I don't know what I'm feeling or I don't know, you know, just very, I just feel very heavy. Um, and I think a lot of it is because I'm suppressing, but I'm not intending to suppress. I think it's more mm-hmm. so, a, which I never intend. To, well, actually it's a lie. I do sometimes intend to suppress, but it's more so I just feel like I have a lot of emotions and I can't sort them out, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm having, and so I just, yeah. And even in my Bible reading this morning, I'm in the gospels, I'm catching up Yay. in my Bible Jesus reading. But finally, yes, those prophets, man, they can, real, can be hard. real downers sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're already down, you're just <laughs> yeah. kind of like, you're weeping like, oh, with Jeremiah. I need some Jesus yeah. in my life. Um, yeah. When is he coming? Yeah. But yeah, like I, I feel, I don't feel like hard, like toward the Lord or anything like that. But I just like, I know if my mind's on you, it says that, you know, I think it's in Isaiah, talks about like, you know, when our minds are on you, you give us perfect peace or um, something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, help us to keep our minds on you or something. And what we think does affect our emotions. Yeah, but I think that's where I'm having a hard time is I'm like, I don't know really what I'm thinking. I just, so anyway, all to say is I I think reading these verses today of like, he restores my soul and the comforting aspect. Like the, Mm -hmm. I think, ugh. Yeah. I really needed to hear that. Well, I, I will say this. We start out with, Psalms 23, and David says, you know, he makes me lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside quiet waters. And then all of a sudden, we take this little turn. And I think life is like that. There's some moments that we're really feeling great, and we feel like we're just sitting around and enjoying the quiet waters. And then all of a sudden, it looks like there's a storm coming, and the waters are, you know, raging. And I think that what David is saying, as a shepherd who loves us and cares for us, he's going to lead us. But as he's leading us in this world, there's going to be good days. There are going to be bad days. There are going to be times that we're going to be beside the uh, the quiet waters. And then there's going to be days that we're going to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Things are, you know, everything comes to an end. One of the things that, you know, I was been emotional about is an end to a certain season in life. And I know it's good, and I know it's great, but that's still an end, and it, it's it's a loss. It, it, it's yeah. not necessarily a loss, and in fact, it's just an end. And so mm-hmm. sometimes we're well, losing I think, something. It's not a loss. Like 
you know, like a death kind of loss. But yeah, it is. a Well, maybe it is kind of a loss. You are losing. It, it's just a different. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's just circumstances change and seasons in life change. And I think that that's one of the things that we can learn from David. You love David. And, I do. you know. Yeah, and David certainly experienced all that. Yeah, David experienced all of those things. And, you know, he really did talk about it. Like that, you talk about lamenting or crying and Psalms. David does that. And then all of a sudden, David's praising the Lord. And so as we talk about, you know, Psalms 3 and 4, where it says, He restores my soul. I love, I've got, I've got to read this, and you'll remember this because we have it in Safe in His Arms. But, and, and you did talk about the guy, Philip Keller, who we did a lot of research oh, on. last week, he's yeah. He's a shepherd. Yeah, he's a mm-hmm. shepherd, and you know he knows a lot about it. Well, I don't know that I talked, we did, well, just for, because I can't remember you if we did talk it, about yeah. it. But yeah, but we did put it in the description of, and we'll do it again in this episode, um, that book, because it is a really great it's reference powerful. for this mm-hmm. psalm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what he says. He says, have you ever heard of the term cast sheep or cast down sheep? Neither had I. Well, that's actually me. But it says, by no means a shepherd uh, knows this term very well. And it says that David, when he's referring to restoring or so, Philip Keller says that every shepherd has a cast down sheep at some point or another. And it is a pathetic sight. No, I'm not saying that you're Is it like when they're, they're on just, their side? No, I feel pathetic. But yes, yes. Like they're on their side and they can't get up. Yes. And it says yeah. the cast sheep lies on its back and its feet in the air, which trust me, I'm feeling these ways that way these days, frantically struggling to stand up without any success. The only thing the sheep can do is lie there, frightened and frustrated until its shepherd comes to help. If he is close to the shepherd, the shepherd can immediately turn him over and put him back on his feet again. Sadly, if the sheep is too far away and too much time has passed before the shepherd can come to its rescue, it will die. Oh, and my gosh. I, I, well, how sad are you? But anyway, I just found that this is so so life-giving and to, to, to me because when David was writing this, he wasn't acting like being in a relationship with Jehovah Jireh, the great God, the the shepherd, was not going to have moments when you're going to feel cast down, you know, oh my soul, you know, David talks about why are you cast down? And and there's times as as we as believers and, and people that are following Jesus, they have faith, they're trusting God. There is not, like you said just a few minutes ago, like in your mind, there's some things you know to be true. And you know that God is a good shepherd and you know Jesus is a good shepherd. But there comes times in our lives we will find ourselves struggling, we'll find ourselves trying to hold on to faith, and we'll have those moments of feeling just really like heaviness. You may you may not know why you're feeling what you're doing, but, but what... Um, Philip Keller was saying that every sheep, so every one of us, there's no one, even who's entering in this conversation, that's not going to feel what you're feeling right now or what I felt and been feeling. And I think the thing that's a sight to behold is thinking about that sheep who is just on his back with his feet dangling up. I I don't know about you, but I've felt like that. I'm like, for the love, can I not flip this over? And, you know, we try everything. We try renewing our minds. We try 
self-help books. We try, you know, making our list. We try, you know, our, your things or trying to deal with your emotions. A lot of ways that we try very hard to flip ourselves back over to get up on our feet. I mean, honestly, even reading scripture or even prayer, yeah. you know, like trying. I mean, or listening to a podcast. Yeah, like I was yeah. this morning trying, I'm like, I'm in the word and the heaviness is still here. Like, where's your peace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought this and, and, you know, was supposed to go. And, you know, it's there. Yeah, it, yeah, it's there. And and I think that what we have to do is get to a place to say, God, I'm on my back. I'm cast down. My feet's dangling up, and I've tried everything I can to flip over. I'm reading my scripture. I'm praying. I'm doing everything that I think that I can do. Like I'm, I'm trying not saying to those things are not I'm trying to flip myself back yeah. over and <laughs> right. stop being so cast down. I want to feel better. I don't want to be down depressed. And, you know, I know that there's some people that are listening to this that may be struggling with some clinically, you know, um, depression that's not just, you know, circumstantial, um, yeah. circumstantial uh, effects. But yeah. I will say, even with that, sometimes we do everything we can. We go call a friend or we go to call the prayer group and all that. And, and so I want to, you know, inject here that those are good things. Yeah. But there are times in our lives when all of those good things cannot take the place of the shepherd. Right. And it's man-made ways of trying to make their life better and trying to rescue themselves. Well, yeah, Scripture and prayer is not, but other things, yeah. Well, Scripture and prayer is because you can, yeah. They're not man-made. No, they're God-made, but I'm just saying they're man-made ways sometimes to use that to get out of the situation that you're in. I'm not saying that Scripture doesn't do that, and I'm not saying prayer doesn't do that. But if we're not focusing on the shepherd, even in prayer and scripture, it's just another means of trying to find a way to flip ourselves back over and feel better. Mm-hmm. When we look at the shepherd and when we're praying and when we're looking to the shepherd, when we're reading his word, we have to look at him and look at his heart and say, God, I'm asking you to flip me over. I'm asking you to give me the peace that I know that comes from you. Mm-hmm. Reading scripture and praying does not do that if you're not doing it in a way that you're seeking the face of God. Mm-hmm. If you are looking through scripture to try to find ways to just make yourself feel better, you're just looking for positive words. You're not mm-hmm. looking for the author. If you're praying just to pray to feel like you've done something, you marked it off. Or you're just like, God, just get me out of my situation, and I'm demanding you to do it, which we don't really say that, but in our hearts are that way. We approach him with, okay, I'm prayed now, and I expect you to do this within the hour to change my situation. But if we go to prayer and say, God, you know what? Your will be done. Father, I know that you know what's best for me, and you're going to lead me beside still waters. You're, you're there. And when it talks about... He guides me in the path of righteousness. God's going to get us in the right direction. And sometimes, Kara, it's that tension. It's those hard moments, those tears, those times of desperation that God uses us to lead us in the right way. Yeah. And we want to get rid of those things, but they may be the very thing that God's going to use to get you in, in the right path. I was just thinking, like, thinking back to the sheep. Like when they're cast mm-hmm. out, cast down, whatever the term uh-huh. is, and they're on their back. And you said, you know, if the shepherd is not close and it takes too long to get to the sheep, 
you know, whether the sheep's lost or it's not a good shepherd or, you know, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. you know, it will die. And I I was thinking like the beautiful thing about us as sheep is our shepherd is always close. So we never have to, that's another thing, you know, we don't have to fear is, I mean, that, you know, he's with us, like his rod and Mm -hmm. his staff, they comfort him, they comfort us. But I was thinking that about the sheep of like, we don't ever, we don't, that's a part where we, we, he will not leave us on our backs. Mm -hmm. He will not leave us there. Um, as long as we let him, yeah, restore us, as long as we let him lead us. I think the thing that I, I have a lot of angst about is feeling like I'm doing something wrong. And I, I don't know mm-hmm. how to fully explain that again, cause I don't know what I'm feeling cause I'm fine, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. And part of it is like, I just need to like rest a little bit in that of, you know, that he will lead me. Cause at the end of the day, no matter what my emotions deep, deep down, I want my shepherd, you know, that's all mm-hmm. I want. But I have this fear of like, am I doing something wrong? Am I, I don't know, am I on the mm-hmm. wrong path? Am I, I don't know. Like I just, I, I put too much pressure on myself, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's trying to flip you over right. yourself because it's self, you know, like who's in the middle of the circle. It's like, even though it's a, a sweet way of saying, God, am I doing anything wrong? I don't think anything's wrong to ask the, the No, but when that, it becomes this like uh, way of pressure and weight yourself. and Mm-hmm. Yeah, and examine yourself so much that I must be doing something wrong, you know. Because if I just, you know, if I'm doing something wrong, then God's again looking at the heart of God. That's God's not going to sit there to punish you, like you know, you know. Because if He wanted to punish you, He wouldn't have died for you. So right. I think it's just I think that what's happened is the wolf has entered the pen, and that's Satan. Because the wolf wants to rob and steal. And so mm-hmm. as you're sitting there thinking, have I done something wrong? You know, something wrong and trying to figure figure that out. Fear begins to come in. And it's an accusation. And, you know, we've all done something wrong. I'm not excusing sin. And there's consequences of sin. And I never once ever teach that it's okay. Just go live like you want to. God's right. going to be a good shepherd and he's going to lead you. There are always consequences of sin, but forgiveness and love and grace and mercy is not withheld from anyone. The consequences of sin will be determined by the amount of sin or what sin you're doing. And I think we often mess and think that the consequences of our sins is God's withdrawal of His love, grace, and mercy. And it's not. He's still forgiven us. He still loves us. But he uses those things to guide you and lead you to righteousness. So we're, to me, what I would say to you, Kara, is that it's a little out of balance because there are some things you do want to go and go, God, is there anything I've done wrong that's causing this, you know, my heart to be heavy? Is there something I've done wrong that's maybe causing, you know, these circumstances to happen? And I think God would give you the peace. Like, no, this is just life. And this has... and and. And as I, you know, think about, you know, the the rod and the staff to a sheep, that was that was a a harsh thing to look at if you looked at it in a way that they would take that rod and guide those sheep back and sometimes they'd have to tap you know, it. use that rod and hit them, <laughs> yeah, tap them and get them it, yeah, know, yeah. in a different direction. And so we could look at the rod and the staff like that as God's way of 
you know, punishing us or, you know, beating us back into, you know, shape to get us back to, or we can look at it as God's protection. Well, it's and interesting because it all says, depends on what na- narrative you want to tell yourself. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because David refers to the rod and the staff as comforting. Yeah. And to a sheep, not always is that the case mm-hmm. because well, they're wanting that to get yeah. away. That's right. They're wanting to get away. And here comes the shepherd with the staff that showed power and authority and mm-hmm. control. Again, we don't like to not be controlled. But, you know, that rod and that uh, staff also kept the predators away. It kept them away from, you know, the sheep. And so God, as God is trying to protect us, I think so often we look at our lives and think we're in this situation either because we've done something wrong and God wants to punish us, but we don't realize that we are in a spiritual warfare with the enemy and there are predators and there are people wanting to come and steal and rob from us uh, what God has for us. But God is is going to protect us in that. And often it looks, you know, like maybe you don't want to be protected sometimes. It's like, no, I want to go that direction. Where if a shepherd would say to a sheep is wandering off, like, don't go there. You do not want to go there. But the sheep may be thinking, yes, Yes, I do. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but you don't know what's there. And I think that's where it's so hard is trusting the heart of the shepherd. If God's saying, don't go there. You don't want to go there. You don't want to go there emotionally. You don't want to go there physically because that's going to be the very thing that's going to hurt you, not me, not not my rod, not my staff, but the very thing I'm trying to keep you from. Mm-hmm. And I think if we can look at this and look at the heart of the shepherd and I, you've heard me say this a thousand times. I've said it on, on this um, podcast. My regrets have never been when I went and followed Jesus. My regrets have been when I wandered away from the shepherd and wanted to go my own way and ask Jesus to follow me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's what I'm probably struggling with is like, am I trying to go my own way or am I following you? And I'm having a hard time discerning that because I don't want to go my own way. I think you are right in... Checking your heart and saying, God, am I doing this? And I think he'll tell you. I think you'll know it. And I think right now, probably God wants you to be more interested in keeping your eyes on the on the shepherd and not your circumstances, not what you feel like you're afraid that you're doing or you're not doing. Or, you know, the scripture calls Satan, not only is he a wolf and he's a liar and he wants to rob, but he's an accuser of the brethren, meaning he's an accuser of Jesus' children. Yeah. And I think those accusations against yourself that, that am I doing something wrong? You know, I, I, you can balance it out and say, you know, God, if I'm doing something wrong, I don't want to. Please let me know. This is your job. Your job is to lead me to what is the right thing. Yeah, but it's like the enemy, he takes a good thing and he can twist it. That's or right. he does twist it where it's like Out of balance. he can turn that thing to cause us to bring condemnation on ourselves or shame on ourselves. Or mm-hmm. or even doubt yeah. your ability to trust the shepherd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of, you know, where David is, he, you know, again, we keep thinking of David you know, sitting around by the quiet waters, which, you know, obviously we do know uh, he talks about that. But he's also running from Saul. So he's in a deep, dark cave. And, you know, it's one of those things. It's like 
God, I thought this was the direction you told me we were going to go. I thought I was going to be king. And I'm running for my life here. And from the very man that you put me in in with, you know, he would, you know, was hired to go in and and play the harp and stuff for Saul to calm him down. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Saul, you know, gets jealous of him, turns on him. And so, you know, you can look at that situation and say, well, oh, maybe David did something wrong. Maybe, you know, again, like, look what, if David had done the right thing, he wouldn't be running from Saul. He's running from Saul because of Saul. And I think that that's where, you know, often we forget. We we just want to always feel like we need, it's our fault or we're blaming ourselves. And and David is sitting here in this big cave and he's like, wait a minute, I have a shepherd. And mm-hmm. I, if I know something about a shepherd, it's me. If there's anyone that knows about the heart of the shepherd, it'll, it's me. And mm-hmm. he uses the very thing that God had called him to become, a shepherd, before he became a king. And he looks back in his life and he goes, I know the heart of a shepherd. And what I'm thinking about God right now is not the heart of the shepherd, because I'm a shepherd. And I know that a shepherd restores and leads and guides, you know. And so he began to compare the heart of the shepherd to what he knew. He's like, I wouldn't. I love my sheep. And I'm always, I'm out here, you know, in the wild. I've got to protect them from predators and stuff like that. But I want to do that. Therefore, I know my God would want to do that too. And so he finds comfort and peace in that. One of the things that we want to just make sure we're not trying to flip ourselves over. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't say that the sheep should tell itself that it's not cast down. It doesn't say that the sheep should ignore the fact that it's cast down. Yeah, like I'm sure if a sheep could talk, it would say, hey, shepherd. <laughs> I am over here Come. dangling with my yeah. feet up. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if, it's, if, if you noticed or not, but this is not the way the shepherd, the Which sheep think, are supposed to go. I think that's also me even, I referenced this, but just the importance of, because sheep, I mean, I don't, they make noises, but not like mm-hmm. they're not loud. They can't, you know, um, mm-hmm. it would be difficult for a sheep to really notify a shepherd if it is on its back. And I think that's the importance of one, having a shepherd, you know, a good shepherd who is, who is close, but then also the sheep not wandering off too far. You know, I think it's, mm-hmm. it's both and. And obviously we have a shepherd, like the Lord as our shepherd, he is always close. Right. But I think there's also the element of, yeah, making sure that like, like you said, if like our hearts are close, like our, our eyes mm-hmm. and our hearts are on him. Not because it's up to us, like you said, like he's the one who restores, he's the one who leads, he's the one who comforts, but like making sure that, you know, our heart, our hearts are prone to wander. So just making sure that we are staying close to the shepherd as well. And and here's how I think you stay close to the shepherd. Okay. I do think the Bible reading, yeah, I do think the Bible reading and the prayer is, is essential because that's God's word, and that's where you're going to learn about God. And you're, and then prayer is you get to go talk to God and share your heart with God. So that, that helps you lighten up when you feel like you're talking to God about what's going on in your life, and He cares. But I think that you have to realize that the Holy Spirit is within you. And you were talking about, you know, the shepherd now 
you know, that's being close, that we know that Jesus is close to us because Jesus is in us. So the shepherd is never going to leave us. The shepherd Mm -hmm. is with us. And so the way that the shepherd, as a follower of Jesus, would flip you over, would come close to you and flip you over that, would be through the promptings and the truth of the Holy Spirit. So instead of trying to look for ways to flip ourselves over and get us out of our cast-down feeling, we have to dig deep where the Holy Spirit is. And we have to say, God, I'm trusting you, and I'm asking you to give me wisdom, Mm -hmm. to give me truth, and let me know, Father, if there's something I'm doing that's, am I going down this path that I don't want to go down? Am I doing anything that's, you know, that's causing me to wander? Because we do wander, like you said. And it's the Holy Spirit's job to guide you and lead you, which is what, you know, David's talking, it leads you through, you know, to righteousness. I think we have to dig deep. I think we have to stop long enough in our busy world and say, God, I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to guide me and lead me. I think for me, there's praise music. Not everybody loves praise music, but I praise music, uh, if it's, you know, based on biblical truth, is like singing and it's like a refreshment to my soul. A lot of people like to go out. They like, you love the mountains. You love, you know, getting out in nature and stuff like that. A lot of people need to do that. They need to, to get away from their situation a little bit and really go close and really be still and really get their focus, you know, on the shepherd and on who mm-hmm. God is. And I think that that's how God speaks to us. And I think that's how God leads us. And I know that that's how God gives us the peace that's already there. He's just kind of taking the layers, you know, the fruit of the, one of the fruits of the Spirit is peace. So if you mm-hmm. have the Spirit, there's peace. It's just way down deep. Mm-hmm. And your circumstances and your focus often determines, you know, how, what you're feeling. Yeah. And so if you just dig deep down where the Holy Spirit is and stop and just get down on your knees and say, God, I, I, I need you. I cannot tell you how many times uh, in the last two or three days that I've found myself just down on my knees crying, going, God, I, I can't do this. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've got to trust mm-hmm. you to do this in and through me. This is, you know, he's definitely leading me in a way that is uncomfortable and leading me in a way that I don't feel like I'm enough to do. I can't mm-hmm. do this, mm-hmm. and um, and I feel like God always says, "Honey, you're not, you're not enough." I thought he called you sugar pie. He does call me sugar pie. Oh, but he said, honey. I said honey. <laughs> I Maybe that was the the wolf. <laughs> but um, but no, I felt I really do. I, all he's inside, I do feel him saying, "Sweetie pie, I'm here. I'm never going to leave you." And what you're thinking and what you're feeling, unless it's peace. It's not for me. Peace always comes when we're surrendered to the will of the Father. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find Dot on social media at Dot Bowen or visit her website, DotBowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen.